Today is the 19th of May, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, you can download our Walking the Way prayer book and the script for today. Links are all in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, you can follow the links in the episode notes. And depending on what device you're having, they're probably down below. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Lord our God, we thank you for how often we felt you close to us. We thank you that you are near to us and that you strengthen us in times of need. Remember us and give us the help we need to be true to our calling. Remember all humankind and grant that we may go forward in spirit and in truth. Give new light to the people who are still in darkness, Lord. Let your kingdom and your reign be revealed, and your name at last be honoured by all. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Luke 15 verse 1 One day, when many tax collectors and other outcasts came to listen to Jesus. Who are your outcasts? That's a question that comes to mind when I read this verse. Who are the outcasts? There are the tax collectors, obviously, who are despised by Jewish society at the time. But who were the others? And probably more importantly, would they be considered to be outcasts today? And I suppose the next question is, who do we as 21st century Christians see as outcasts? Who are the people rejected by society today? And the reason I ask is that, as I see it, secular society is far more readily accepting of some of those classed as outcasts, but paradoxically is also far quicker to reject others, particularly those who don't hold the same views as the current zeitgeist. So perhaps the question shouldn't be, Who are the outcasts, but possibly have we become the outcasts? Either way, as the people of God, we have been called to minister to everyone regardless of status. But maybe being the outcasts ourselves gives us a unique insight into being rejected. And so we can bring a message of hope that while society rejects us and others, Jesus doesn't. And that, I think, is the most hopeful, powerful, inclusive message of all. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Luke 15.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, we read these words of Luke. and We ask that you speak to us today. Give us new insight on what it means to be lost and what it means to be found. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today I'm reading Luke 15. One day, when many tax collectors and other outcasts came to listen to Jesus, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law started grumbling. This man welcomes outcasts and even eats with them. So he told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. What do you do? You leave the other 99 sheep in the pasture and go looking for the one that got lost until you find it. When you find it, you're so happy that you put it on your shoulders and carry it back home. Then you call your friends and neighbors together and say to them, I am so happy I found my lost sheep. Let us celebrate. In the same way, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 respectable people who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman who has ten silver coins loses one of them. What does she do? She lights a lamp, sweeps her house, and looks carefully everywhere until she finds it. When she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says to them, I am so happy I found that coin I lost. Let us celebrate. In the same way, I tell you, the angels of God rejoice over one sinner who repents. Jesus went on to say, There was once a man who had two sons. The younger one said to him, Father, give me my share of the property now. So the man divided his property between his two sons. After a few days, the younger son sold his part of the property and left home with the money. He went to a country far away where he wasted his money in reckless living. He spent everything he had. Then a severe famine spread over that country and he was left without a thing. So he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him out to his farm to take care of the pigs. He wished he could fill himself with the bean pods the pigs ate, but no one gave him anything to eat. At last he came to his senses and said, All my father's hired workers have more than they can eat, and here I am about to starve. I will get up and go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against God and against you. I am no longer fit to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired workers. So he got up and started back to his father. He was still a long way from home when his father saw him. His heart was filled with pity and he ran, threw his arms around his son and kissed him. Father, the son said, I have sinned against God and against you. I am no longer fit to be called your son. But the father called to his servants, Hurry, he said, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. Then go and get the prized calf and kill it and let us celebrate with a feast. For this son of man was dead, but now he is alive. He was lost, but now he has been found. And so the feasting began. In the meantime, the older son was out in the field. On his way back, when he came close to the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, What's going on? Your brother has come back home, the servant answered, and your father has killed the prized calf because you got him back safe and sound. The older brother was so angry that he would not go into the house. So his father came out and begged him to come in. 
but he spoke back to his father. Look, all these years I have worked for you like a slave, and I have never disobeyed your orders. What have you given me? Not even a goat for me to have a feast with my friends. But this son of yours wasted all your property on prostitutes. And when he comes back home, you kill the prized calf for him? My son, the father answered, You are always here with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead, but now he is alive. He was lost, but now he has been found. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Luke that have caught our attention. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes. We would love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up and support you wherever you are. We're also continuing to pray for the situation in Ukraine. We give thanks to God for the safe evacuation of some of the soldiers from the steel plant in Mariupol. But we remember the ongoing conflicts around the country. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is for those who live in care facilities. I'm sure we all know someone who is in a care facility, a care home of some kind, or receiving care of some kind. We also think about those who are caregivers. So let's offer up our prayer for today, shall we? Lord Jesus, we ask for comfort and hope for those who are in nursing homes. May they feel your presence and know that you see them as precious and having your love in their hearts. Father, may they be treated with dignity. 
Lord, we also pray for the caregivers. They have such a hard job and so many times they don't receive the acknowledgement for what they do. Lord, may they know the importance and beauty of their job and realize they are bringing you to the people they are serving. Father, give them strength when they become tired and when the job becomes so stressful. Holy Spirit, may the people who make decisions regarding the money that nursing homes receive know that they too will be older one day. And Lord, may they be sensitive to the needs and challenges of these wonderful, wonderful people. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.